Yeah, we got the crown, let us sing. I'm a Sacramento king, and we're doing our thing. We got the crown, let us sing. Yeah, the Sacramento OnlyFans. The art show at the Arco. Boogie Cousins made it bang in the sleepy train. See where blicking bars go. D-Rock got D-Lock like D-Block. D-Fox got the golden one like Reebok. Jason Jones with the J-Street vibes. And KC's gonna give it to you live. Uh, I was born to ball from a fetus. Watching highlights of Reggie Theus. White chocolate breaking ankles into pieces. Roy Williams had them freezing in the bleachers. My shots all making money, Mitch Richmond. Mike Bibby with the cross, you're a victim. And if your team run the zone, I'ma shift them. Welcome to the L train. Like a sentimental king. And we're doing our thing. We got the crown and the sing. Yeah. Yes, sir. You already know what it is, baby. You hear the you hear the intro from my guys, the Black Ace. You know the vibes, man. J Street vibes here on the on the Be Her platform. You know we showing love to my man Damian Barling and everybody else on the, on the Be Her platform. I'm your man Kenny Careway, and I'm your resident LA native shit starter on twitter jason jones yeah 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 that 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 sums it all up and just because people were asking no i was not talking about jason jones today on twitter when i mentioned people talking to me about the kings yet they're raider fans no 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 you caught a stray on that one jason because that had nothing to do with you but you fit the you fit the profile dang <laughs> you fit I, the profile i'm, I'm like wow because i thought i replied to it and i wasn't it wasn't about me and someone was like hey guys chill i was like y'all really think we'd be mad at each other now first of all you you got i'm sure jason is not the only raiders fan in the country no, it's just I, me. It's I, just I talk me. to other Raider fans in the country. So <laughs> it's just me. I'm yeah. the only person from LA who's a Raider fan in America. <laughs> so like, oh a Raider fan? Oh, it must have been Jason. Yep, he's up to it again. Yeah, no, no, no. It's just one of the homies. It's actually and we was having a good old time. It ain't even no beef. We just we talking shit back and forth. But uh yeah, yeah, that but you do fit the profile. You talking crazy about the Kings. You are you Raiders talk fan. Crazy. I, I, I just spoke actual factuals about the Kings, man. I'm like cute. I'm like Doughboy and Boys in the Hood, kicking these actual factuals, <laughs> you know. How long? How long have the? Uh, I'm not even trying to jab, but how long have the Raiders not? Well, they made the playoffs technically. How long have they been there, without there, a win? There, there is no technically. They actually made the playoffs. It went well, to shit because they because they, they who, played who me you a have, quarterback. Uh, it was who like was the me. dude from Michigan State that, that had Connor a quarterback? Cook. <laughs> Connor Cook. My God. My God. But they, I mean, there was no technically they made it. They actually did make it. That was 2016. They haven't they won made a playoff the playoffs game. They've won a playoff game since 2002. They've won one since oh, 2002. We're going on 20 years. <laughs> 20 years. That's okay. crazy. The crazy. The crazy thing about that is in that time span, haven't the Raiders had at least – I don't know, three, like, win-or-go-home games? No. They pretty, they be they pretty had much. One with, they had one with Q. I know Q, where they had, didn't they play, like, the Chargers at home? And they, if they would have won, they would have gone to the playoffs? No, I think they had to win, like, remember, I think that year they started the year, like, 7-4 and four and 7-5. and five. Uh. And I think, I don't know if that game was the one that knocked them out, but they, they, they always end up in these situations where they got to win out. And, you know, and, <laughs> and get help. How are you going to win out yeah. and need help? 
Yeah, I mean, or they, they'll control their own destiny, then they'll lose to like a eight and a half, two wins. <laughs> like, they'll control their own destiny. The Chargers used to get them a lot in those situations. Yeah, yeah like, it, it, they, it's like if they win, they, they control their destiny. They'll go to New York and lose to the Jets. <laughs> or I'm like this I'm, year, or they'll, or we're still in a good spot. Let's go to Atlanta and get get curb stomped. <laughs> I you think know. I'm set, I'm setting myself up for this one, Jason. But who gets the playoff win first, the Kings or the Raiders? Raiders. No. Raiders. <laughs> no. The Raiders are way closer to getting into the postseason. The Kings ain't got a snowball snowball chance in hell of sniffing the postseason. Oh, my youngest my youngest son is six. Maybe they'll get there before he gets to middle school. Well, I'll say this. The um the team that has the only other team in the NBA that has a double digit um playoff streak drought, the Phoenix Suns, that's gonna come to an end. They're at ten right now and they're like the number two team in the West right now. So their drought will will go away. And I think the next one is the the Knicks with seven. They're going to make yeah. the playoffs. And then after that, it's somebody with like four. Like the Hornets with four. Yeah. And they, and they might make the place. They might make it. Yeah. It's, poor, it's crazy. Poor, poor Kings, you know. You know, yeah. you know, I was talking to Damien about this. And on the low, because uh, they somehow got this little crazy playoff burst, birth. But on the low... The Timberwolves have low-key been just as bad. <laughs> and they've yeah. had like three number one picks in that time span. They had like three number one picks and they've had an all-star recently. Yeah, they had Wiggins. They've had Cat. They've got Edwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, we, they don't we get won't no notice pass, it. But, we but won't notice may, it because they have they don't have a streak anymore. But damn. Yeah, cause, yeah, because they, you know, for a minute they got, they got Sane and they went and got Jimmy. They went and got a leader. <laughs> and then, and then let them curse everybody out the building. And, and no, and no, or should I, or more, more probably a better way of putting it is that they let the young guys who didn't like being yelled at have their way. <laughs> and they're still well, there. Well, which is well, similar Wiggins to happen, which is similar to what happened with the Kings where they didn't like the fact that Dave Yeager was mean. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, I mean, like I said, yeah. when you let, when you let losing players have that much say, you get what you deserve. Well, that's a pretty good segue, to be honest with you, because I wanted to ask you something. I just, it, I, I don't think you, um, when I ask you this, it's not from any kind of intel. I mean, I don't think so. You could have some, but I'm not asking for intel. But I want to start with the coach. I want to start with Luke Walton, because that's that's what everybody wants to go to. Um, it was more, more hate, more fire Luke Walton after that loss on Sunday night to the Hornets, where the Kings were up eight. With the what seventy three seconds left? No, and uh, found a way to lose. Sixty nine seconds. Was, oh was man! When, was when the flagrant foul was committed by Lamelo, <laughs> and De'Aaron missed two free throws. Marvin took a quick shot. They gave oh. up a three. Uh, what happened? After Marvin that? Missed, missed two free throws. They gave up a. They, they, yep, they missed two free throws. Then they fouled a three point shooter. Oh. Then, then they get in the. They, they then they finally get a bucket. Then they give up another three. Then Buddy misses a free throw. I mean, oh. Yeah. It, and then you know, you know they then you know. Well, talk talk uh, about that last play. Talk about that last play because you talked to Luke about it um, in the in the presser, and I mean we me and you kind of saw the same thing, and it seems like uh, Luke echoed that when when you asked him kind of what happened there, right? Yeah, I mean we did, we had the um, Luke had his what was today Tuesday like media time, and he had mentioned you know defensively. You can't get you can't scheme 
around giving up blow buys. Basically, he said, he said, can you at least contain your man for two dribbles? Mm. Which is really fucking sad when you think about it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> You're asking for, can I get two dribbles without him getting by you? Now, how sad is that? Like, I and, mean, just think about that. How and, and sad. Look, because, you know, I don't know if you heard the radio uh, show this week, but they're calling me Captain Save-A-Luke. And, uh, and, I, and, and I, I guess I don't want to sound like that again. But let's be clear. Luke isn't saying, hey, guys, this is how we play defense. Just keep him in front of you for two dribbles. He's like pleading, like, please, just give me two dribbles. Like, that. that's what that is. It's, it's like, not him coaching that. If you can't even contain a guy for two dribbles, you can't even play zone. Oh, Jesus. I, I mean, there's, I mean, it's hard, it's impossible to scheme around that. So, so I, you know, I asked that question. I thought, I said, well, take back to what happened with Corey. I said, it seems that Corey didn't give, get, didn't get beat on two dribbles. It seems like he, you know, forced, he, you know, he forced Malik to take a, a, a longer route to the rim. I, I said, I felt like Corey did all he could humanly do without just grabbing him from getting to the basket. Right. And, and, you know, when I mentioned the fact that you, I said, I think I even prefaced the question. I'm probably not like an asshole. I said, it's not like you, I said, short of getting like four Paul Georges in, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't just swap out your roster. Yeah. And he said, you know, he said, Corey, did, you know, Corey got beat. He's like, yeah. He said, but Corey's in a tough spot. Malik, he said, Malik made a hell of a move. That Hezzy was crazy, bro. Come on, man. People, yeah. people don't and understand he, that. And, and he said that, you know, Corey got beat. You know, because you I mean you're basically asking Corey to guard that man for ten straight seconds in that situation. And and and, and look, here, I mean, I'm gonna let you finish, but I'm maybe I'm a little higher on Malik Monk than than others, but I think Malik Monk's offensive game is. I, I don't want to. I don't want to say nothing crazy, like, but that boy can he can score. If there's anything Malik Monk can do in this league, he can get a bucket when he wants yeah. it. So that's a tough task for somebody to stay in front of Malik Monk in that situation. You know, at this if Malik can play like this consistently, we're looking at Lou Williams maybe 2.0. I mean, just, saying, as, man. as far as the I, role, I mean, go get a bucket off the bench whenever we need a bucket. He's a come bucket. On, he's got that. He's got and that. So, and, and, what, and what Luke said was that, you know, here's the two things you can't give up in that situation, which I agree. You can't give up a three, a three attempt. You can't give that up. Mm-hmm. And I know people say, well, well, Malik hadn't made a three. What, what would you say then if he took one and made it? You would say, why didn't you foul? Why did you let him get a three off? <laughs> yeah. So like I said, poor Corey, who's this, who, like I said, Kings have two, Kings fans have two things every season. They have a mascot and a whipping boy. <laughs> the mascot is a player who they believe for some God unknown reason has been wronged of playing time should play more. <laughs> Who's the mascot this year, Kyle? It's Kyle. It's Kyle, and they're trying to make the Quan the mascot now. <laughs> Come on, a dude. I mean, a dude. They have no basis for claiming they know all this about this guy. Like for God's sake, they saw Metu in like two preseason games. Oh my God, I think he's earned the right to play. How the hell do you know? Because <laughs> he played three minutes at the end of the damn Warrior game. Get the hell out of here, dumb. Let me stop for I call people out their names. Yeah, and, and I did say for for full uh, transparency, I did say Daquan should start. Oh, I, I'm not against I'm not that, against that, but what I'm saying is they put these unrealistic expectations on this player. Yeah. Like, oh, if we just start Daquan, it all fixes everything. No, it doesn't. 
It's you definitely know, Kyle this year, though. Yeah, yeah, Kyle, yeah, Kyle yeah. is the Jack like Cooley this year. Like I said, they're trying to make it to Quam, but it's it's Kyle. They're like, oh my god, Buddy missed three shots. Might as well play Kyle guy. Calm down, <laughs> you know. And, and you know, but back to the, the the point was, Luke says you can't give up a three, and you can and you can't foul, mm-hmm. especially on a drive. But he said even if you he said, the worst thing you should happen to you in that situation is overtime. That should be the worst. Yeah. And he said, and he, like he said, he said, Rashawn has made that play for them a bunch of times. So you're not going to ever kill Rashawn for what happened, but Rashawn fouled him. Yeah. And he fouled, you know, he, you know, if you look at the replay, all things considered, Corey made Malik take a hard layup. That wasn't like a just walk to the brim, you know. It, it you know, it, he, he contested as well as you could without fouling. And right. like you said, and if you don't foul, you go to overtime. Yeah. The problem yeah. is they fouled. And like I said, Everybody who played in that game at the end had some role in why that game went wrong. Mm-hmm. From De'Aaron, you know, shooting free throws like Shaq at the end of the game. From, from Marvin coming up short on free. See, actually, from, I look at the big thing. Marvin is who I'm the least mad at in that situation. He's not a good free throw shooter. He was in the game because they had been on defense before. Yeah. So I'm not really, I mean, should he have made one or two? Yeah. Hell but, yeah, he should have made one you know, or two. Your your veteran Harrison Barnes fouls a three-point shooter. <sighs> I mean, there's just so many things that went wrong in that situation. And to, for it to come down to being, well, Corey didn't stop Malik Monk is unfair. Yeah. No, well, they didn't Corey stop Malik Monk. Have you guys watched the NBA? Do you know? No, no. Do you know some of these guys can like literally get a shot off whenever they want to? It don't matter who's guarding. Some them. of the same people saying, "Well, these are just the Hornets." Don't watch anybody but the Kings clearly because the Hornets actually have a better team than the Kings. Yeah, they do. And I, I agree the, with and, that. And the Hornets actually they weren't even at full strength. They didn't have uh, Gordon Hayward. They didn't have Devontae Graham. I mean, that's, the Hornets. The Hornets have a better roster than the Kings. That's they do. Why I was, the, the Hornets got a, talent on the. On that's the why I was laughing at the whole notion of, oh my God, we can't lose to a team like the Hornets. The Hornets are better than you. Now I will say this: I don't know how the hell PJ Washington goes for forty-two. I like PJ Washington. My gosh, you know what he had the next night in Portland? Three. <laughs> well, you know the Kings got to give up. Think about the month of February. They gave up a fifty-point game, a forty-two-point game. A forty-point game, a forty-two-point game. Oh man! So I mean, they giving up buckets. If you want buckets, you know, the game of twenty-nine to Bruce Brown is like giving up forty. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, the, the the video of Bruce Brown, like he was like, "Oh shit, I got twenty-nine. Like he didn't know he was like, "How?" He's like, "How did I do that?" This boy was out here Harlem shaking uh, on the King's bench. I'm telling you, man, don't even get me started, Jason, because don't nobody hit the ground. Malik Monk was talking crazy to the Kings on Sunday, too. Everybody talk crazy and do man, crazy things to the Kings. What they going to do? What they going to do? Nothing. Talk Not a damn thing. They ain't going to stop me. <laughs> they ain't going to touch me. That's the attitude of opposing teams. I'll talk shit. What you going to do? You ain't going to – you're not going to stop me from scoring. <laughs> uh, don't even get me started. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that final play, that final minute – it was a um it was a calamity. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And 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 once again, not to come on here and stall Luke completely out, but what the hell was Luke Walton supposed to do in that last minute? I mean I mean everybody every like you said, everybody on the court did did something to contribute to that loss. That was before any kind of strategic coaching move that could have been made. 
Yeah, and and a lot of those mistakes, some of them were just like boneheaded things. Like even even that shot Marvin took after uh, De'Aaron missed two free throws. Like Luke said today, in that situation, okay, you, you they blitz you, get the ball out your hand, De'Aaron. De'Aaron, go get the ball back for Marvin. Go get the uh, ball. Okay, now hold on. That you're, you're you're touching on something that I wanted to touch on. I talked about it on the show a little bit. And and Jason, full transparency, you you know I love De'Aaron, right? I be defending De'Aaron. Yeah. You know I, you know I love De'Aaron. Yeah. That's my guy. But um, let's just keep it a stack here, man. When the game, not even when the when the Kings are behind, right? But when they're up to 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 put the game on ice, De'Aaron De'Aaron shies away from the rock because he don't want to shoot free throws. It's called spade a spade. He doesn't. He does not want the rock when it's time to to ice the game out. Like I said, you look at some of these situations. If they're getting pressed in the backcourt, he's always, "Oh, there's Buddy. Give it to Buddy. Give it to Buddy." If they're taking it out on the side, I'm gonna ask you, Jason. We haven't talked about this at all. If they're taking the ball out on the side, there's two places where De'Aaron Fox is. Where where are they? I'm trying to let me think because usually Tyrese is inbounding and they're bringing Buddy or Harrison to get the ball. If Ty, okay, so you got one. If Tyrese is inbounding, where is De'Aaron Fox on the court? Probably in the opposite corner. Mm. Look, I'm, I'm he, guessing. He, I, I'm guessing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just guessing because I'm not. No, he be, he be, he's the space guy. He's the guy that, that's on the other end of the floor. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. See, like I said, I'm just trying to go off the top of my head. I'm not even. I mean, yeah, they, they, that's what I'm I saying because we didn't talk about this. I'm just saying, but you see the same thing. You know, he's always the space guy on the other end of the floor, and then when Tyrese isn't in there, he's taking the ball out. Damien, or Damien, Jason, that's my $160 million franchise point guard. I don't want you to take, does Steph Curry take the ball out? Does Dame Lillard take the ball out? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. go get the yeah. basketball, put this thing away. And that's what Luke's thing was about. He, what people get mad at he said about learning. He was like, yeah, you got rid of the ball, Darren, but yes. you still got time on the clock. Don't let Marvin then try to create. Go get the ball. Say mm-hmm. something like no, we they were better off getting a shot clock. You know what's funny? If they had got a shot clock violation on that on that possession, they probably win the game. Yeah, they got a shot clock on uh, what two of those possessions? What's what's my math here? Forty eight seconds. Okay, <laughs> they, like, they blew it with sixty nine seconds. Think about it. They, the, he missed the free throws with a minute nine to go. If they get a shot clock violation, because because they gave up that three quick after that, real quick. Yeah, that was the know, Rogier. That was the baby uh, three. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so they, they they shot too fast. You know, these are just like basketball IQ situations, time and situation. Mm-hmm. You know, these are just things that you guys got to know. And maybe you say that they're not drilling it into them in practice. I don't buy that. I don't think between Luke Walton, the man who's won two championships as a, as a player and one as a coach, between Alvin Gentry, who's been a coach forever, between uh, Rex, Lindsey, Rico, all of them. I don't think that 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 message has not been relayed to them before. Yeah, I mean, look, let's let's also dispel something. As this is just turned into the Captain Save a Luke podcast, but <laughs> I, I mean, every I mentioned this on the show. Luke Walton has been around one of the greatest. He was raised by one of the greatest players to ever played the game. He sat at the foot of Lute Olson and played under him. He played under the greatest NBA coach of all time in Phil Jackson. He was around one of the greatest teams of all time and somebody that's going into the Hall of Fame and Steve Kerr in that 2016 Golden State Warriors team. Like, 
whether or not he knows how to motivate people or does the right things there, that's something else. But to think he doesn't know basketball is just foolish. The man's been around great basketball his entire life. He know he understands the game. You know who doesn't know basketball? The Sacramento Kings. Mm. That's I mean, if you base it on the track record. Damn. And I just like I said, it's I, I get, you know, blaming the coach and the coach does have fault and blame and everything is you know, you know, that happens on the court. But some things I just say, you got to say, you know what? There's no way a coach told him to do that. <laughs> no coach has ever told Buddy Hill to jump and throw the ball backwards. <laughs> you know, no, you know, it's just there's just things that happen that you know the coach didn't do. I remember last season when they were playing slower, and there was times where De'Aaron would walk it up. Luke make him run. Luke never told De'Aaron to walk. <laughs> right. Hey, look at this yeah. season when Tyrese was hurt. He said he noticed. Maybe I need to get back because De'Aaron's walking. De'Aaron might be tired. Yeah. Maybe De'Aaron was tired against Charlotte. He didn't have his running mate with him. And it's, to me, it's just crazy how much, basically how important Tyrese already is to this team, to the well, veterans. Well, well, look, that that's the other thing about this here, Jason, that uh, De'Aaron Fox might have been tired because they, they have five guys <laughs> that they can rely on when Tyrese isn't in there. When Tyrese is there, six guys. But that's it. You know, if you look at that box score against the, the Hornets, the starters did a phenomenal job. I think they scored, what, 11 points? They got outscored 43 to 11 on the bench. Yeah. And, I think and I think eight of I, those, nine of those were belly or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you just, it's, a, I, re, I remember when they, they had won the seven of the eight, I was talking to someone I know around the league and they were just saying, what Luke is doing is he's extending his starters minutes. You know, and keeping some of at least two of his guys in against the second unit, trying to steal minutes. Right. And he's doing that, but, you know, because he's trying to win games, but everyone knows that's not sustainable. Yeah. And, and you're seeing that. It was funny because to start the court fourth, he had sat Harrison and I think Buddy, and they were like, oh, that's just terrible. Somebody, somebody tweets at me, oh, that's terrible coaching. Harrison had played 33 minutes to that point. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> it's laughable sometimes, some of the things people Yeah, say, I mean, someone, somebody tweeted at me, how come Luke never plays De'Aaron and Tyrese together? I'm like, you're just fucking what? stupid. <laughs> what? I'm like, he never plays them together. I'm like, are you an idiot? I, I want to ask him, either you're an idiot or you're a child. I want to be polite. I don't want to call you out your name, but you can't be a full-grown adult. Watch them play and say he never played Tyrese and De'Aaron together. <laughs> Tyrese play when he plays, he plays like thirty five minutes a night. Yeah, my how God. is that even I mean, possible? You know, and, I, and I, to me, the real thing. The, I mean, this stretch points to a couple of things. You know that that have plagued them. Uh, you no know, basketball awareness, basketball IQ, which is mm-hmm. what you know. You, you know, it goes to that. It goes to a lack of depth. Yeah, I mean that, this that's, team can. That's a big team, thing. This team can't sustain one injury. I mean, I'm still shocked nah. they beat Detroit without Tyrese. Yeah, they they literally can't. If one of those six players can't go, they can't. They, there's nothing they can do about that. And that's one of the things I talked about during the losing streak. Is I'm, I mean, it sounds like I'm making excuses for them, but it's it's kind of more of an indictment on the lack of talent they have on that roster. Um, they, they all the starters at one point went down separately. Like they can't, they can't sustain. They can't. No, they're not good enough. 
They're not good enough. They're not deep enough to have not one guy out of those top six go down. Can't do yeah, it. Yeah, and and, that, and that's really the problem. You know, this offseason, you know, the new GM, you know, I'm sure he has a plan. I know he wants to you know, think long-term and financial flexibility, but they didn't do damn thing to make this team better. Nothing. Nothing. And, and I'm not saying fire Monty. I'm not even saying this is his fault. But the two guys that he got – for this for this team coming off the bench, one of them they released, and the other one is this on Whiteside who will probably get bought out or traded. You take what you get from Hassan, and then the other one was Tyrese, but you just basically dropped him in the bogey spot. Yeah. So I mean, you know, and and the thing is, if if you can accept the fact that winning doesn't matter to the organization this year, you'll be mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, but, that's yeah, what I said. That's what I said. Can, if it, for what he brought to the table this offseason, and it was a quick one, I understand that, but there were things that could have been done. If if what he brought to the table was him saying, I don't care about us winning this year, it's an evaluation year, I can accept that, and I'm okay with that. And, and you can't tell is. me he was trying to win with the, the, what he did or didn't do in that offseason. He didn't get anything. And it was funny seeing fans get gassed up. We got Glenn Robinson, and why were they happy? We heard the Lakers talk to him. <laughs> and I liked Little Dog. I actually didn't think he played bad when he was in there. People were like, oh, he was unplayable. I I don't know, Jason. Maybe I saw something different. Yeah. I didn't think Glenn, Glenn Robinson I mean, was that bad. On, on, on a distant team, he's like your eighth, ninth man. And you can't – and the problem – it's not so much that it was Glenn's fault. The problem you've got is you've got a bunch of eighth and ninth men that you need to be sixth and seventh. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's the real problem. Like I said, it's not a Glenn Robinson fault. It's a Kings problem. You know, it's not a it's not a Glenn Robinson the third problem. It's a Kings problem. You know, it's yeah. not it's not Kyle Guy's fault that he's Kyle Guy. It's not Corey Joseph's fault that he's Corey Joseph. Like I said, for all the people who who shit on Corey all the time now, watch Corey. If Corey ends up, I don't know, uh, in Philly or some team like that, you'll be watching him in the playoffs, going, "Wow, he's making winning plays. Wow, wow. Why didn't he do that in sack?" Cause Sack is fucked up. That's why he didn't do that. Damn. <sighs> it is what it is. What? It, I mean, if you if you can watch this Kings team and think you see a bunch of talent and a bunch of good going on, I don't know which whatever you smoking, I'll pass it to me. Well, I'm not smoking, but I will say this: I their top six players are fine, not fine, but they're good. They're good. The top six players are good. Sure, sir. Probably, I mean, I, I wouldn't go with good. I'd say, okay, De'Aaron's good. De'Aaron's good. Uh, well, they're sure. they got, they, they got five, some de- five they got of some, the top six are good. They got some decent guys. I mean, it's, it's not like they're unwatchable players, but the problem is in the NBA, especially a season like this with the COVID stuff and the guys, are, I mean, guys are getting injured more, it feels like. You got to have some depth. Yes. You have, if, if there was a year to have depth, this is the year to have it because you don't get all those built-in rest, the, the amount of rest days. You know, you needed depth this year unless yeah. you didn't care about winning. You know, if you're cool with just piling up losses like Detroit is cool with it. So, well, let me ask you this then. If if that was what the organization and Monty had in plan um, at the beginning of the season, I mean, they can do whatever they want and affairs where they judge pigs. I understand that. But mm-hmm. would it be fair to fire Luke Walton at the end of the season? It wouldn't to me. It or wouldn't. before that. To me, it wouldn't be fair, but I would understand a new GM doing that because he wants his own guy. I don't think it'd be fair. I don't. Th- I, I think what they should have done was basically come out 
you know, I know it's not what fans want to hear, especially Sacramento Kings fans. I get it. It's been 14 years of uh, a lot of losses. Yeah, man, we, we want to see something, out, man. Get, just, goddamn, get in the play-in tournament. Just come out and say, you know, basically this is an evaluation year. Just come out and say it. You know, do what they did in Philly, you know. But the, I mean, it's but it's hard to sell the fans on that when you gave Harrison Barnes an eighty-five million dollar deal, when you gave Buddy Hill his deal, when you just signed De'Aaron to a max deal. The fans don't want to hear, "Oh, we were evaluating." They're like, "You paying all this money? We want wins." Yeah. Well, I look. I thought they were. I thought they'd be a little better than what they were this year. I was. I wasn't expecting a whole lot, but I thought they would be better. And they showed signs of that. But once again, like we mentioned, once the injury started coming, they couldn't withstand that. So looking back on this first half, Jason, what what is like what's the, the story of this team? I mean, they've had they've literally had the highest highs and the lowest lows in this first half. What what, what stands out to to you about this team? That uh, so I start with that De'Aaron can play at an all star level. Mm hmm. But one, he needs help. And two, he learned it's hard as hell to carry a team in this league. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did it. He did it last season too. But he had more help last season. I think this team would be a lot different if, even if he had a Bazemore. Right. Now, you're, at least your rotation is extended. One guy, right? Which would make a world of difference on this team. But you know, it's hard. It's hard to carry a team, and. Mm-hmm. I mean, when they won seven of eight, at the one point, De'Aaron was averaging damn near 30. And is that sustainable? No. Probably, no, probably, you know, you know, I don't, I don't know if you want it to be sustainable in the, at that rate. So I think yeah. I like, I, but I did like, I do like that I've seen the improvement. I don't like the fact that his free throw percentage is going in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. You got to, he's got to fix that. Yeah. He, he, he makes his free throws. He averages 25 a night. Yeah. That's facts. Let me let me ask you about another guy because I, I've I've had my eye on, on Marvin Marvin Bagley. What I think he's I think he's trending upwards. Like I really like how Marvin is playing. And to be honest with you, Jason, tell me if you, you see it differently. I don't think they really run anything for him. Like really I feel don't. like he kind of gets the scraps and gets his points that way. But they don't never like drop it, give him the ball fifteen feet away, face up, let him go to work or on the block or anything like that. Like kind of gets the scraps, and he's playing really well, and these numbers keep going up and up. What do you think about Marvin, man? Yeah, well, they're not going to run a lot of stuff from him right now, I don't think. I mean, because they're still worried about making sure De'Aaron's going, Buddy's going, and Harrison's going. But I do like the the progression. I think maybe people have talked themselves off of the, oh, my God, from January and all that. And, oh, he's, you know, you know he, he he's trending up where he still makes his mistakes. They, they, there's still things they're working on him with, but I don't – I think – you're getting what you you know what you could expect and maybe a little bit more. I mean the the scoring is consistently being getting better. The re and I I look at his to me his, his number is the rebounds. He's got to be a double digit rebound guy. And when he gets the minutes, he's generally good for ten. Yeah, yeah. So, he's got to get I, the minutes. Yeah, and he and the minutes are trending up too. Yeah, I want to so I, I want to see him get closer to thirty thirty minutes a night. Right now uh, he's probably at around low twenties if I had to guess. Uh, he's probably around twenty eight. I can look it up. You think he's twenty eight? Yeah. Damn. I think, I think he is. I just think. Well, I need him at like thirty three then. Yeah, because the thing is, he doesn't play the. He wasn't playing the fourth a lot. He was playing a lot in the first three quarters. <laughs> you know, he might he, he might be between twenty five. My guess would be between twenty five, twenty eight. I mean, he's because uh, let me see, how off am I? 
25.8. Yeah, about 25. I need, I need, I need, I need 28 to 30, man. That's what I'm looking for in the second half of the season. And, and I think it's trending that way. I really do. I do think it's trending that way, especially with the injuries and you know, without without Hassan, he's getting more of those backup five minutes. Yeah, you know, so it, I, you know the. Uh, yeah, he's aver- he averaged twenty six point four in January, went down to twenty five point six in February. He was also a little bit injured in February and had a minute restriction. True. So True. yeah, you have all that together. All right, man. All right. Well, we 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 definitely had to come in here and, and talk about Sunday and talk before they go on the All Star break. I mean, odds are, look, I'm I'm a, I'm a Kings fan. I, I'm not beaten down or anything like that, but they're probably gonna end this the the first half with back to back losses to the Lakers and the Blazers. Well, the um, Lakers don't have any players. They don't, but Tyrese ain't playing. Tyrese is already out for the rest of the uh, rest of the first half. Mm-hmm. And, hey, um, but, but your boy Buddy is still there. Who well, Buddy may not oof. play. We don't know about Buddy. We didn't talk about Buddy. Yeah, your favorite yeah, well, king. All right, so Buddy Hield. I mean, <laughs> look, man. He's the worst starting two guard in the game. That's just oh, what it on, is. Come on, he no, the he's the worst. He's the worst. He's not. He's not the worst starting two guard. I, 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 I broke it. I broke it down, and I think there were four teams that I think would not trade situations with trade shooting guards, starting two guards with but with the Kings, and that's I think it was Indiana and Karis Levert is hurt. That's the only reason why he's not. They they're on there, the Lakers. Because they have KCP as the Lakers too. I don't think they take Buddy Hill. Um Because you can get what you, you can you can get KCP gives you can give you that stuff for way less than the salary. Right. Well, see, that's the other thing. So I said, and all oh, the other two were Detroit and Oklahoma City. And yes, that's probably true. But like you said, I don't think either one of them would would want Buddy there at, at with that type of salary. So I don't think there's there's any. He might be the worst two to, to shoot two guard in the game. I have shooting to guard. About, it's hard for me to call him. Who's the starting two for the Knicks? Um, I think it's R.J. Barrett. Okay, he's young, uh, and he's still putting up better numbers. Who started the two for Atlanta? Who, how about uh, Orlando? Well, Fournier was hurt. Yeah, Fournier was better, and uh, uh, I think Atlanta's like Herder and um, Cam Reddish, maybe. Man, I'm, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to bump for Buddy. I'm trying to. Like, I'm, I'm going through the league. Like, who starts at two over here? And like. Like the, the, the starting, is Ke- the starting. Is it, is it, is it Kelly Oubre? Is it, would you take Kelly Oubre over him? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 Absolutely. I, I'm going through names. I'm just, I'm going off the top of my head. Like, okay, let's go to this. I looked, team, I looked at every roster, and I and I only came up with those four teams. And like I said, one of them is because Karis Levert is hurt. Uh, what about Cleveland? Cleveland. I think they might have been on the list too. They have like a Coro, Darius, uh, Darius Garland. Yeah, Garland. I mean, if I'm them, I'd I'd want those guys over Buddy right now. Okay. Hey, see, Buddy, I'm trying to help you, man. I'm trying to help you, Buddy. Look, it just is what it is. Now that doesn't mean he just can't play in the league. And he had a great game on Sunday. I I, I salute that. I'm not even asking for 30 every night, but if he could give us some semblance of that. All right, we got some action, but I mean those those games are few and far between. Yeah, you know, like I said, I, I you know, for the thing with Buddy is just that it's the return on investment that's probably bothering everyone the most. Yeah, but it's bothering it, me. You know, but the thing is, it's almost like that's a Vlade contract. Yeah, that's thanks a lot, Vlade. That's a Vlade contract, and 
as somebody pointed out to me, is, can you believe that Vlade Petrofilo will be a playoff team? Well, it's still, I still don't think they're that far off. I know I've said oh, they're, all this. Oh, they're you pretty have, you far. Haven't, no, you, you, you hear all this stuff, and yeah, they're I don't pretty think far. they're that far off. They're pretty far. The team last year was about to make the playoffs. Maybe. They're pretty far. They they got rid of, what, f- four of those guys from that team that was about to make the playoffs? They're pretty And they far. added Tyrese, but. but you no, know, I say they're pretty far? Because the one thing the bubble showed me was that they didn't have the mentality. No, they're not. Now, playoff basketball, I, I agree with you there. They they're not the ready men- for that. They didn't have the mentality to make a push. Uh, they got right. down there and looked like, oh, shit. This is this like like shit just got real. No, nah, that 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 different level of intensity, that different like, level of basketball, said, they were not ready. Buddy was like, we want all the smoke and they proceeded to get smoked. They definitely got smoked. That's what that's what kind of opened my eyes. I was like, oh, they don't have um, anybody that can get a shot outside of De'Aaron. Yeah. Not one person. Yeah, what happened to them in the bubble reminded me of what Method Man said back in the day. Roll that shit, light that shit, smoke that shit. <laughs> Happy birthday, Method Man, by the way. Yeah. His birthday was what, today or yesterday? Yeah, I think, I think it, was it was today. today. Yeah, let's, yeah. Not, please, 50. Let's, not get, let's not get the lady started, please. I don't need, I don't need, my, I don't need my girl calling me up. Ooh, I like She already reminds me who I'm not. So I don't need, I don't need, I don't need my self-esteem further shattered. <laughs> what was his name in power? Uh, oh damn it! I just looked at it the other day. It's not Rawlings. I can't no. remember. Um, yeah, whether uh, McLean, McLean, <laughs> McLean, shady character badge. Yeah. Met the man. He he came on strong as the season continued. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Meth was a cold piece on that show, but he's one of my fa- he's my second favorite member from the Wu Tang Clan. Who's your first? Ghostface. Ah yeah. yeah, yeah, and I got the I met Ghostface at All Star Weekend in New what was it New Orleans? I met Ghostface. Oh, that's a, look, that's a good segue. You're going to All Star Weekend this year? Hell no. <laughs> Nor will I be going to Texas at all. <laughs> I don't want to go to Texas ever again, right? <laughs> Man, not not between um, October and 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 April. No, I don't. <laughs> I'll see no my problem with that snow. I'll see my people in Texas in 2023. Maybe by then things like, how are they gonna open? They like we open. They probably gonna have packed stadiums, you know. And oh god, I'm just. They like, don't I, care. I I I'm, I can't. You know, y'all can Lone Star can stay can be alone without me for a while. But but you know they um I mean it's it is Texas too. But I think the the number of arenas that are not letting fans in is starting to get smaller and smaller. I think it's just the California teams. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another team I saw today that isn't, and I was like, oh, okay. I, I think, think it's Chicago isn't letting fans in. Um, I'm trying to think. Probably man, not Portland. Probably not Portland. Portland. Yeah, Portland's not doing it either. So we're at six. Minnesota, I would assume Minnesota is not doing it. But they have fans in Detroit the mm-hmm. other night. They got fans in Cleveland. They have fans. In, yeah, they have fans in Indiana. It's probably in single digits, if I had to uh, guess. I'm thinking Philadelphia. I know the the Boston doesn't have fans. I don't think. Yeah, I think Philadelphia is opening up. Yeah. Well, so yeah, yeah, it's like you know, like yeah, people looking at California like a bunch of weirdos. But I'm like, hey, it's just... yeah, we'll chill out for a little while longer. <laughs> we'll you know, relax think, just a little while longer. But it's like some states are like, let's ease into this. Texas is like, fuck it. Sure, brother. Between yeah. between ice freezing pipes and and uh, 
and no mask. I'm I'm good off Texas, like you said. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I and I'm good off the Dallas Cowboys, the Houston Texans. Free Deshaun Watson. Free Deshaun uh, Watson. Uh, I'm good off the Astros. I hate them still. <laughs> I I, I, li- I like Popovich though. I like I fucks with Pop. I like Popovich. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I, I I support Steven Silas only because I think James Harden did him dirty. We we got to do a show on that one day. Just how. Black players treat black coaches like shit sometimes. Well, hell, Trey, Trey Young. Yeah. Trey, Trey Young and that, uh, who was the other one that had a problem with him? They said, they said John Was Collins. it Collins? Yeah. yeah. Again, as I say, teams letting losing players decide the future. Mm. Mm. And if, as good as Trey is, Trey is a losing NBA player. Absolutely. And you letting losing, you know, you letting guys who ain't done a damn thing have an input on this. But yeah. that's also my guy Travis Schlank trying to save his job. They spent a lot of money in the offseason. Very that's weird. They very, very weird. weird. Say it. I'm like, very weird. I'm like, you got Rondo, Chris Dunn, and Bogdanovich? Why? Right. They, they they got those three Gallinari and was like, yo, we're going for it. Going for what? <laughs> and I thought because the East was just trash, they would have a chance of making the playoffs, but then all the guys they signed got hurt. And you didn't see these Knicks so- coming. Yeah. You didn't see that Knicks tape coming. Well, they fell back to 500 with a thud, <laughs> letting Trey Lyles dust off, you know, thinking he's back Minor in Kentucky. Details. Trey Lyles had a flashback to his Calipari days and lit them up. But Minor and, details. You know, but I mean, I'm just saying, all the guys they signed got hurt. So you basically get the same bad team from last year out there. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, but I think, you know, a guy like Lloyd Pierce would be fine. But, you know, we got to do that. because I mean, you... You look around the league, you see these guys doing that. You see what the dudes did in Brooklyn, you know, you know, you know, they had a how they, you know, politic to make sure and, and Jock Vaughn doesn't get that job and mm. talk about it all the time. Black coaches getting that second opportunity after they have their mis- their misstep as a first time coach. I mean, we've been talking about chance. we've been talking about Mark Jackson on the show for the last two days. Mark and, ain't and never you would know this. Mark hasn't even gotten an interview, right? Mark ain't getting a job. I mean, it's just not going to happen. I mean, his reputation got so shit on after the Warriors, he ain't getting a job. I mean, it's mm. just, it, I mean, unless you get someone who's willing to take a chance. I mean, I think if the Kings move on from Luke Walton. I would I, love to get Mark Jackson. Because what, what they need is someone who's going to tell them they ain't shit every day. Right. They need a leader. This, and, this team needs a leader. And, and the, the, the thing is, the, the reputation of what Mark was that. He cared more about preaching than he did about coaching, and that his, you know, and that his assistants did the work. And I've heard stories from people who were there about that. But what's dangerous about that is that it, it kind of reinforces the stereotype that black coaches don't know how to strategize. Mm-hmm. And then you, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't help when you get like guys like Paul George shitting on Doc Rivers. As if Paul George ain't never came up short in the playoffs before last year. Like he like he's just been he's been fucking Michael Jordan in the playoffs, got with Doc and forgot how to play. Give me a break. You know, and you and you see it. And I mean it's 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 a thing that a lot of black coaches won't talk about, but it's it's there. A lot mm-hmm. of them believe that these players treat them like the homie. Like, oh hey, that's my dude right there. But they don't have their back when it matters. Mm. You know, you know, like you know, uh like I said, I said you know, James Hart, I'm glad he's from Compton in that Long Beach. After that whole stunt about, you know, he gonna get mad at Shaq for talking about him on TV, talking about yeah, a man. black man tearing a black man down. You tore down Steven Silas's first damn season. Shut the hell up with that shit. That's facts. Don't don't That's don't, facts. don't don't become Marcus Garvey, Doctor Umar, and all them <laughs> all of a sudden now. 
after you took your ass to the strip club in Atlanta and Vegas and left and left Silas out there by his damn self. No, you 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 put your red, black, and green flag down for a minute, Mister. I wore a blue. I wore the Blue Lives Matter mask to the damn bubble because I just it covered my beard. You, he does not get to be all of a sudden, Mister. Social consciousness on people all of a sudden. You yeah, we ain't trying to hear that from you, James. You want to call out? You want to call? You want to call out Shaq for not having your back, man? Get the hell out of here with that. I don't know why I went on that tangent, but I just did, and I, maybe it, it needs was to much be... needed. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a whole segment on 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 the next show. We're gonna talk about this, man. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. y'all. I, I digress. Let's talk about happy things. Y'all needed know. to be said. Well, happy things is uh, when we finish this, I'm about to go watch the Biggie Doc. Did you watch that yet? The Biggie Doc. There's a new Biggie Doc. Yeah, Netflix did one. I heard it's the best one that. Oh, I, 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 I just got through with that FX joint, the hip hop, you know, the, un, the you know, yeah, uncover. yeah, I got I, the uncover joint. I, I got yeah, that on the DVR. I hadn't, I hadn't seen yeah, that. Yeah, I, I just rolled through that. You know, got me reminiscing about home. I'm like seeing all that stuff. I was like, man, I remember Jerry Curls in the '80s. And, <laughs> and then it, it, what you got to do to listen to the Drink Drink Champs podcast Ooh. after you watch it. Who was Nori talking to? All four of them. Well, three of them, and then then Haitian Jack called in on Facetime because you know he in the DR. Ooh. Yeah, and my favorite part is Big U explaining about the hats in L.A. and what hats you can and can't wear. That spoke oh, to my brother. spirit. That spoke oh, to my man. spirit because I don't. I mean, I love wearing hats. I rarely wear hats in L.A. Yeah, it's, it's just a waste. You can't because you, you can't, mean, you can't you wear know, none of them. <laughs> you, you better know where you are. Like you know, you wear a you wear a Houston Astros hat. You better be from Houston. <laughs> and even then it might not matter yeah you know like, oh you might get beat up by some dodger fans then you know <laughs> people don't re- people be like you know people went to, people watching the nipsey hustle funeral going wow i didn't know there were a lot of they were all mariners fans <laughs> you know i mean there's just things you don't know when you coming from out of town and that's what nori was talking about he just showed up with a hat on it like you ain't from out here are you yeah, you know, nah. you know, yeah, that, 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 my, my ex, when I took her, my ex-wife, when I took her down there, I was explaining to her, you can't wear this, don't be doing this. She said, you ain't wearing your Raiders jersey? Not in Long Beach. <laughs> Look, I had to learn the hard way. I'll never forget one of like the first month or so I was down there, I was staying in Carson and I had my, my red Phillies hat. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the homie was like, bruh. Nah, nah, bro. You can't. Wear. I said I can't. What? 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 I had no idea. He's yeah. like, nah, bro. You can't. That, that, you that can't Phillies wear that. Phillies hat is here. that. That Cincinnati. Them hats is not. That's not the move. Unless you. <laughs> that is not the move. People are like. I didn't know the game was a big Reds fan. Wow. He must have really liked Ken Griffey. Like, oh, okay. If you, you know, yeah. Because I mean, my neighborhood. Uh, the Raiders was an insane crip, and I was a Raider fan. I didn't own any Raider gear until I got to college. Damn. And my dumb ass went back home. I got comfortable being in the Bay. You know, the Raiders was up here. I went back home, hooked up with my homeboy. We're going to be on the, I guess this is a random, another random diversion, but we're going to go see these girls in South Central. <laughs> and he, and you know, this is, this is before cell phones. We had pagers. Oof. And we trying to be, and back in the day, in the mid 90s, it was always about going to see some girl. Or as we yeah. say, because we didn't know any better, we would say some female because we were just <laughs> trash children. And yeah. so she lived over by USC. Mm. And I got on black Nikes. This is back when I was young, so I was probably sagging still. I had, mm-hmm. a, I had a Tim Brown Raider jersey on and a White Sox hat. Oof. 
So yeah, so yeah, I, I'm in Oof. Dubai. Yeah, and <laughs> and so and, in and, and, South and, Central. And here's the thing too. This is when I had my braids. So my braids are hanging out my hat. And so we like we got to call this girl, see what she home. Cause she paged us. So <laughs> I get out the car to go to the payphone by the liquor store. My homeboy says I'm parked in the red. I'm gonna go around the block and come back. I'm like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> And as soon as he make that turn, four G's looking at me like, who this mug over here on the phone? <laughs> and I, I, she, I, she answered her phone. She goes, where y'all at? I said, I'm on the corner of such and such and such. And such. She goes, what the hell are you doing there? <laughs> I'm like, we trying to get to you. We trying to see if you home. She goes, where, where? And I'm like, man, if you don't turn around and come get me right now. Bruh, they... <laughs> That that was not it, right? There. I'm like, <laughs> they, uh, yeah. I mean, we we was wild back. You know, this is we was wild back then. It was like, and, and I look back to how I learned a guy will do anything to try to get some attention from a woman. I mean, I was about to say, look, I know the, the, the young ladies in South Central they need love too, but I mean, they did not get yeah, it that, from me. That, that was a, that was a while. Yeah, that was back in the '90s. Yeah, I, I was like, maybe I should cut my hair now. I didn't, <laughs> you know, but yeah, that was, you know, th- those are the type of things you run into, yeah, you know, them LA, Long Beach, all that, that whole region back in the day. You know, th- just because I have a sports team, I don't mean the team I like. No, sir. I was like, no, oh, sir. wow. He's a real, Snoop Dogg is a real big Steelers fan. Why? <laughs> like, you just don't, you know, you just don't know. There's a reason why you never saw, you saw Trey D in the Raider colors all the time. Yeah, you know, I yeah. mean, yeah, it was it was some wild times, and that whole doc got me thinking about, yeah, man, I got all these hats up here. I, I think I might wear Dodger hats when I'm home. Yeah, but, you can, but, you can but, wear that. But even for the then, I'd be, be having a jersey on, like a big old fan. I don't be just right. I just came from the game. I just I'm came like, from some fast Look at me. I just left the Dodger game, or you know, I'm just, <laughs> I, you know, the Lakers are pretty safe, depending on unless you go to the wrong neighborhood, of course. You know, what neighborhood is that though? I think the Lakers are always safe. Well, they are, but you, you never know. Some, you know, you might run into someone from, you know, who represents purple, and they might be like offended by that. They're the, and, they're the only people that unify the city. <laughs> you would hope so, yeah, yeah. It is, it's been, yeah, it, that that that's a good doc. You know, y'all should check that out. It's, I'm gonna peep that. I'm gonna peep that. I'm gonna check out Biggie too. You know, I'm a big Biggie fan, even though I just think he's uh, people put him too high on the greatest of all time list. But I'm a big Biggie fan. Yeah, I got to check that out. My Dam- Damien said that that is uh, maybe the best Biggie doc that that's been done, and it's it's really just like unseen footage, and you know, and and, and the person is not really salacious about. I mean, obviously they go into his death, but it's not really about that. So I got to check that out, man. I'm about to go check that out right when we stop this. Okay, and I'm gonna check out. I don't know what I'm gonna check out. I might, yeah. I was trying to start watching WandaVision. I got, um, you know, they told me yeah, to get, I'm good. I'm good. They told me, I'm they good. told me, I mean, I, I, they told me I got to get past the first two episodes. So uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm but good. I'm a, no, I'll, I'll, I'll watch, I'll, I'll watch Biggie. For, I mean, man, we've been in this pandemic damn near a year. I'm like, I'm just watching whatever comes on TV at this point. You know, <laughs> me and my girl was talking. She was like, we ain't been nowhere. And like, like literally we haven't gone anywhere. It's been so and, long, bro. and like you know, you know, you know, it used to be you was in violation if all you would do was sit at a get your girl house, right? You don't right. want to take me nowhere, I'm like, Well, where the hell can I take you? <laughs> Everything's closed, babe. You want to go closed? You want to well, go eat outside again? You know, you know, at least the weather's <laughs> at least, 
This is cold out here. This is getting a little, a little bit warmer. I mean, I would go to the Kings games. I'd be like, y'all out here eating at this little spot. I'm like, it's cold as Tripping. hell. Tripping. I am not eating outside. Your little, your little fire heater is not doing anything for me. No, I don't want to go out for dinner in a parka. <laughs> outside. I feel, I can, if, I, if I'm going out in the parka, I better be in Brooklyn. Facts. I ain't Facts. trying to be in California with a beanie on eating dinner. <laughs> no doubt, man. No doubt. Well, look. Where can the people sit? Where can the people find you as we wind down this first half for the King season? Where where can they find you, Jay? Let me see. Uh, Instagram, Mr. Jones LBC, where I've, I'm no longer posting Bernie memes, but I still got jokes to post. He had a good one about the, uh, the the Nikes today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the dude, <laughs> that bastard who was keeping us, us West Coast. We waking up at 7 a.m. to take an L. Bruh, a quick L, too. I, Quick I, hell. I got lucky the last couple of times, but that was years ago. I got the I got the uh what's one the Concord the Concord Jordans and mm. I got and I got some uh I got the Kyrie Kobe mashup. Mm. Yeah. The only ones I ever got no no I got two. I think I got the bread elevens and I got the bread fours. And that was like two years ago. Like at the game, I don't even think the game was messed up like it is now. No, I got two the bread, years ago. I got the bread fours from George Hill's store. What store he got? He got a store out in Texas. I hooked up with him. I was like, I mean, he's like, yo, you trying to get them shoes, man? So I, I you know, paid full price and everything for my man. That's what's up, man. You got to tell George, man, I need some kicks. Man. You got to get George on the show. Come on, we got to holler. George, George, chill, George ain't George. George up here like, I do what the... Well, he said it's about the rules. I do what I want. <laughs> I'm like, man, just chill, my dude. Chill. But yeah, so you yeah. know, man, and Twitter, Mr. Underscore Jason Jones, where I am sure to an, an angry Kings fan by... Daring to, daring to say it's not all Luke Walton's fault. Oh yeah, don't say that. Don't you say know, that. I, I, I got to remember the King fans' mantra this year. It's all Corey and Luke's fault. I'm trying to help them out, man. I'm trying to help my people out because those are my people, my yeah, Kings fans. Those are my people. I'm trying to help them. But they they, they got to do better. They got to actually know what the hell they're talking about. Too. <laughs> Just because you got DVR, don't mean you can then get your phone out <laughs> and record your DVR game and try to break down film. You know what the hell you're talking about? See, you can do what you play the game, but these people who ain't never, who ain't never played it, who never played on the blacktop, pressing pause. Look right here. He's clearly out of position. Do you know what they're running? Shut your, shut your ass down. You don't sit there and criticize somebody because you got DVR and you ain't trying to Come break on, some man. film down. Hey, you dummies. We, we ain't trying to hear that, man. We, me, we let, not let, trying to hear let that. Let me stop before people start, you know, saying bad things about me. Again. <laughs> so, yeah, man, you can find me at IMK Diddy on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me every noon, high noon, on uh, ESPN 1320 with my main man, Damian Barling, D-Lo and KC, can you 12 say before. High, can you say high noon? Like, Oh, or that, that's a good point. Or, or, does, or does only my brain think about actually being high at noon? It's definitely you your brain. It's definitely I'm, your brain. I'm sorry. This, I'm, there was a there was a name of a show called High Noon, so I think you could say High Noon. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> y'all forgive me. That's where I went. Well, I, I, well, I was on. It's, a, it's I was, a sophomore class. Yeah, I was in a I was in a clubhouse discussion about a can about cannabis. So you know, <laughs> no, because it was the story I wrote. They had a little thing, and they was like, "Hey, you want to talk about the story?" I was like, I, "I'll talk about it." You know, hey, what's up, Larry Sanders? You know, Larry you know? Sanders. Yeah, Shout out know? to him. You know, I wrote that one story. Now all the cannabis companies be sending me info about you know. Hey, you want to write? It? I'm like, man, y'all you don't get send- you don't get uh, Webb's uh, company hollering at you next. Yeah, but they don't send no samples though. How I know their stuff is legit? 
I mean, I, yeah. I, I probably should stop talking like this before people like, you know, <laughs> they be like, <laughs> they gonna be like, they gonna be like, no wonder we don't like you. You're high at the game. <laughs> and I'm like, considering what I've watched since 2009, I probably should be under the influence of something to get through it. Oh yeah, you can also catch me on my other podcast, Ruler of the Court, where I break down King stuff, and I and in this my most recent episode, I break down why, based off of the whole hip hop uncovered, I break down why Corrupt is underrated, and why Corrupt mm. definitely is one of the best lyricists of all time. So I'm gonna have to check that out because I recognize the talent and I recognize the hits. I'm not a huge Corrupt fan though, but I I'm gonna check that out. I'm gonna check that. And, out. and if you saw, he cool, he cool. Yeah, but a week or two ago, I had my girl on there talking bad about me. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, like I said, Tear It Up, Jeezy and Lloyd, that definitely is a love song, um, yeah, a hip-hop love she on, song. She was on there clowning me, talking about, well, you ain't Tupac. He can say that, but you can't. I'm like, well, God, <laughs> well, damn, you a guest. You ain't here to talk crazy. <laughs> Professing her love for Chris Webber. Ooh, I love me some Chris Webber. Yeah, if, you don't, if you don't stop it, like, I ain't sitting here. It, you just get, so you just got to walk away from that one. Because what, what you going to say? Say something back? No. I, can't, I really can't because I'm like, I, Webb is my, I like Webb. Webb yeah. is my dude. I mean, like I told him when I talked to him and Jalen Rose, they saved me and my generation from wearing them little shorts in PE. And now they're back. Well, they're <laughs> back full with, circle. They're back the with Tyrese. Back. They're back with Tyrese. <laughs> See, you can, they're not back with everyone. You can get away with them if you got the compression pants on. They don't look as yeah, bad. I don't know. If it, at 20, 23 and under, they they wearing them young. Yeah, my man, my Hell, boy, I wear them young. Hell, my homeboy Clint Coley was talking about, he said, for the summer, skies out, thighs out. <laughs> yeah, I'm and telling I, you. And my you girl, man, my, you know what my girl told me? Oh, you trying to wear that damn oh, oh, summer lingerie. I'm like, what you talking about? Some little, some, little, some, little, some little gray cut-off shorts trying to show off your quadriceps. Yeah. To, yes, sir. Like, she said, if you wear some... You wear you some little some shorts above the knee this summer. You just telling everybody you single. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm trying to be. I'm trying not to be hot. Nah, uh, whatever, dude, whatever. That's what's hot now. That's the style. I told That's her, the style. I told her, skies out, thighs out. She's like, That's what it is? You can do that on your own. She's like, I dare you. I'm like, but you wear sundresses. <laughs> and she's like, and of course, you know, being with women, that 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 ain't relevant. <laughs> Her and a sundress ain't got nothing to do with me deciding to have my thighs out. Not even like I'm like I bought some shorts. I'm like, but they hit. They, they say knee length. She's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, I'm. Uh, I'm telling you, the, the the short the shorts are short this this year. I'm just telling you, that's where we're at. That's the, hey, that's we, what it is. We survived this pandemic, man, dude. We coming out. We 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 exposing all knees. <laughs> we exposing knees and everything, bros. Get your get your lotion and whatever your Vaseline in the car so you look you, you look proper. But yeah, we survived the pandemic. We should, yeah, we come, yeah, yeah, lady, we coming out there. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And I'm probably gonna pay for saying this on the podcast. I already know. It's all good, you know. It's it's like I said, it's it's trendy. You're being trendy here with the short shorts. Yeah, but I but but I'm hot right now. I mean, I've been I've been working out trying to get this thing right. But I've said far worse on the podcast. You know, I (laughs) I did like I said, I did the podcast with Clint Cole. He talked about my my past back in the day when I used to be used to be unfaithful like twice back in the day. Yeah, I've discussed all that. And and I and I don't have to worry about nothing because the Queen Bee definitely doesn't listen to Qu- the J Street vibes. She no, definitely no, doesn't. my girl listens to every damn thing I do. She's like, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, trust me, I ain't, I ain't got no J Street vibes groupies. I ain't had nobody slide in my DMs like, oh, your podcast is popping. What's up with you? Though? I, that has happened a total of zero times in my life. Ain't no one been like, oh, I heard you. 
I heard you the beat writer. Oh, what? Ooh. I, it, it, it doesn't happen, but don't tell my girl that. She's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But that that falls into one other thing because women know where all the all the unsavory women are, and we don't be noticing that. That's facts. We don't That's be paying facts. attention. We be going about our wholesome days, you know, going yeah. to work, taking care of our kids, you know, living right, carrying they, my Bible. Yeah, they spot the girl ten miles away. There she is. She like you. <laughs> who? Who likes me? Her. Who the hell is her? <laughs> mm-hmm. She had left a comment on your your post. Who left a comment? I ain't seen no comment. Three days ago, uh, she was the fifth comment. Oh gosh, yeah. They find it though. They find it. Yeah, they find That's it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's so sure. let, let me let, let's get out of here before I mess around and uh, end up on punishment. <laughs> and hey, yeah. we don't need that, man. Especially on All Star Weekend when you got to go out to Atlanta this weekend. So we don't we don't need that. <laughs> uh, no, I, yeah, I mean when they go to Atlanta, you know, I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, I said this. This 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 gonna be the most Jay, family. Jay gonna catch a red eye. This gonna be the most family friendly All Star Weekend ever. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. I mean, the players ain't gonna be no player party or nothing. It's gonna be hey, what's what's popping in the concierge lounge? Yes, sir. But yeah, man, gotta give a big shout out to the Be Heard platform. Shout out to Damian Barling, the founder of the Be Heard platform. And you know, we are gonna be back next week. This week, we kind of look back. Uh, on this first half and, and that game on Sunday just kind of summed up everything next week. We're going to look forward, man. There's going to be some things to look forward to, hopefully. And we're going we're gonna to look forward to those things for the second half, man. So after, we, we, after, we got you covered. Yeah. After the Kings go out, go out to the break with uh, two straight wins. After they, Damn. I said they were going to lose both games. They got to get they, one. Let's get one, guys. The, Let's get one. They, after they beat the Lakers, damn, they hold KCP in check. Let's go. Hold Let's KCP go. under 30. You know, Let's go. I mean, the we got to get one. Well, if, if the Lakers come up to come up here without Kuzma, Gasol, AD, nah, the Kings still might be in trouble. Come on, they, man. They come still, on, now. Let's they, get they, one. They got two. They got Trez and they got Casey. They got two Kings killers. Damn. That's cold. You're right. Ain't got You're to right. Play let's let's get one. That's all I need is one. Well, let's then, get but one. then again, Willie ain't here playing center, so maybe that, that neutralizes Trez. <laughs> Facts. Mm-hmm. Facts. So, Trez will feast off Willie. So yeah, we we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back next week, man. And uh, yeah, y'all enjoy and enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the the close of the first half. I'm up. I'm up out of here, man. Kenny Careway. Jason Jones. Holla. <laughs>